Hey gang, and welcome to another episode of NYC Sports. I'm your host, Trent Freeman. Alongside me is former college coach, Jim Freeman. Nice to be here today. Coach, we've got some big news coming out of Queens today. The Mets just made a blockbuster deal bringing in Francisco Lindor, as well as Carlos, and forgive me if I mispronounce, Carrasco. It is a big deal, and uh, we're, we're pretty excited about it. We, we both have our Mets hats on right now, so uh, let's get right into it. So, you know, I mean, what this deal tells me, the fact that we gave up Rosario, we gave up Jimenez, and a couple others as well, but yeah. Rosario and Jimenez being the two main players, I believe, in this deal, if I remember correctly. You have all four of them? Yeah, so, so the Mets gave up uh, Ahmed Rosario, Andres Jimenez, two guys who had some pretty good playing time with us. Josh Wolf was also in the picture, yeah, and Isaiah picture, right? Green. Okay. So we gave up four young prospects. Wolf and Green uh, were both minor league guys, but both in the Mets' top ten prospects. Yeah, and I, you know what that tells me right now is the Mets are looking to win now. They're, they're done trying to prepare for the future, and they want to bring in some guys that have been established in the league. They want to bring in some guys that can help us win now, not not guys that we need to help develop. And, uh, you know, I, I'm i excited about the deal, but I'm a little bit nervous because I think there was some huge upside with Jimenez. I mean, he's just a dynamic player that brought a lot to the table, and uh, I, I hope we don't regret that deal. Yeah, Jimenez, uh, 22 years old, played in 42, 49, sorry, 49 games last year as a rookie. Was a lot like Jeff McNeil as that utility guy. He yep. definitely played all over the field. But this is the splash deal that I think a lot of Mets fans were waiting for. I think that we thought that it was going to be uh, Trevor Bauer. Obviously, we're still waiting on that one. I right. think we're all still looking forward to that one. But... Do you think that today's trade gives them some kind of cushion in the event that they can't get a deal done with Bauer? Lindor is an all-star. Yeah, you know, I was going to say, I think this definitely solidifies their defense, their infield, just a little bit tighter. You know, again, Rosario played some short, played pretty well, but he, you know, he didn't make all the plays that I believe the Mets felt he could have made. Um, and with Jimenez, again, you know, he played pretty well, he hit well, but it's still a work in progress, and I think what they feel they're getting with Lindor is, uh, as you said, an all-star shortstop. He's solid. He really tightens up the middle infield, and, you know, if, if we have Davis at third, I see your projected lineup over here. Davis at third, Lindor at short, McNeil at second, and Alonzo and Smith at first. Yeah, that's, that's a pretty tight infield. You know, I'm feeling pretty good about going into the season with that infield. Um and again, with McNeil, you know, you never know. We end up, you know, bringing in another second baseman. Maybe he moves to the outfield, which he plays very well. So I, I think it's uh, it's helped tighten the defense, and I think it helps um, really kind of solidify some of our weakness. I think the thing that McNeil brings to the table that Rosario and Jimenez were um, growing into, a lot of versatility. Yes. You know, you can you can move them all around the field. I don't know how versatile Lindor is, but the dude's an all-star. Yeah, he can play for sure. Yeah, he's definitely he's one of the faces of the MLB, and having a guy whose nickname is Mr. Smile can't be too bad for the locker room. 
Absolutely. Good positive attitude, right? No Let's doubt. Hope. Now, Carrasco is uh, 33 years old, had a 2.91 ERA last season, and he has two years left before he hits free agency. Uh, I think it's definitely a good move adding him into the rotation. We also got uh, Trevor May earlier this offseason. They're definitely trying to build up that pitching core right now. Yeah, you know, obviously pitching is the name of the game. Um, good pitching will shut down good hitting. Um, so the pitching staff has been a strong point of the Mets. Uh, but again, you know, injuries have hurt us in the past so you know we need to rebuild the bullpen rebuild that that starting lineup starting five um if we if we sign Bauer I think that's tremendous I mean to, to, to have DeGrom and Bauer you know back-to-back Cy Young winners and Syndergaard coming yep. back healthy I mean th- this is definitely a team that is looking to win now and it's exciting as a Mets fan you know it's this is something we haven't had in a while a long time yeah a long time <laughs> Speaking of free agency, uh, Lindor hits free agency after two, after the 21 season. Do you think that the Mets are going to look to re-sign him before free agency like the Dodgers did when they brought in Mookie Betts? You know, honestly, I think what they'll, they'll probably do is see how the season starts, see how it unfolds. Some guys come to New York and they thrive under the big lights of New York City, and other guys don't. And unfortunately for the Mets, it's been a time where people have come to New York into Queens and they don't thrive. And I, you know, I don't want to say I hate to say, but, you know, some of those same guys will go to the Bronx and they'll just light it up. So you never know who's going to do what in the big city. Um, I mean, look, Diaz was throwing lights out. I was out. just about to say that. We saw that with Diaz. This Lights out. And then he came to New York and he is struggling. And clearly he's talented. He's talented. But uh, New York may not be the best fit for him. So I, I do think with um, with Lindor, what they'll probably look to do, see how he handles it, see how he handles the big lights, the pressure of New York City. And uh, honestly, I think he's going to do fine. And, and I do think they will try to sign him moving forward from there. I mean, I'm just hoping that we can get some, some runs on the board for uh... – DeGrom, that's been our Achilles heel. DeGrom will pitch lights out, hold them lights to out. no runs or one run, and we have no runs or one <laughs> run. It's brutal. It's brutal to watch, but hopefully that gets turned around this season. Yeah. Now we've got some housekeeping notes from Big Blue. We've got a couple uh, things went down since we last spoke to you all. Dave Gettleman will be back next year, the general manager, and so will defensive coordinator Patrick Graham. Blake Martinez uh, may or may not have had some part with that. He he uh, compared himself to a stage five clingy girlfriend and said <laughs> said to Patrick Graham, uh, "You're not allowed to leave. I'm going to find you." And after that's outstanding. It really that's is. Great. After uh, after the news broke that Graham will be back, uh, Martinez said, "Good. Now I don't have to go too far to find him." Stage five clingy girlfriend. That's amazing. That really is. Oh, you know. I just realized it. we switch. I got to change hats now. I got to go. go to my big blue hat. There we go. All right. So, you know, I think all that's great news. The fact that uh, I really do think Gettleman has done a nice job with the team. I agree. He's really, you know, put together a solid group. And I think Judge and he have worked really well together. So the fact that, 
you know, your top two are staying in place at this point. And, you know, Patrick Graham is a D.C. He did real well this year. Our defense played better than it has in a long time. And Mm -hmm. part of that was his scheming. You know, people had trouble picking it up and understanding, you know, what – what defenses he was coming with. So a lot I'm of multiples. Excited. I think that um, a lot of quarterbacks struggled yeah. with what they were seeing. Absolutely. And the addition of Logan Ryan has gone such a long way. He he says, if you watch any one of his press conferences, he'll say time and time again that his favorite thing to do, the thing that he does best is disguise. And I think that that goes such a long way in Patrick Graham's schemes. Absolutely. Having that veteran guy who can disguise your coverages is just invaluable. Yeah. So no doubt, there's a lot to look forward to with New York sports. You know, just just the blue right there, those Royal Blues, you know. The Mets, a lot to be excited about. The Giants, you know, again, our season uh, just finished, but still a lot to be excited about moving forward. There's definitely a lot to be excited about with the, with the Knicks. We're not going to talk about them today, but that's going to be in another episode coming up shortly. So keep an eye out for that. And I think maybe we should just jump in. Right now we're not talking Yankee news or, or Jets news. There's really not too much to report at this point. So, you know, it's not that we're not giving the love. You know, we're just kind of we'll get there. touching base on, on things that have come up. Definitely. When 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 something big happens, we'll when be it on breaks. it. Exactly. So we'll move on to NCAA football right now. Trevor Lawrence officially declared for the draft. I don't think that there was any doubt. Not not much of a surprise. I think that he was he was still competing. He was still focused on the season. The fact that they just got eliminated, uh, yeah. I think that's why I came out. I think that if they if they made it to the national championship, I think this announcement is is comes out a week later or two Absolutely. depending on Absolutely. Yeah. In the same note, Devontae Smith wins the Heisman. Huge. Roll tide. Roll tide. Definitely uh I think it's it's a it's a cool change of pace to see um uh, a wide receiver win it Absolutely. rather than a quarterback. What's it been 20 some years since a uh, wide receiver has won it. You know, interestingly enough too, you know with all the great players, and there have been dozens of great players to come out of Alabama. I mean, Hall of Fame players. Think, you know, go back to Bart Starr, Joe Namath, um, Kenny Stabler. You know, all these guys were Hall of Fame players, but never won the Heisman. And to think that up until 11 years ago, Alabama had never had a Heisman Trophy winner, and then in the now last eleven three. years they have three. Yeah, that's unreal. Mark I mean, Mark Ingram released a video uh, inviting him or uh, congratulating him on nice, entering the nice. fraternity, and went so far as to say, uh, "I'd like to additionally uh, congratulate you on entering the growing Alabama Heisman <laughs> fraternity." For sure. Um, but yeah, Devontae Smith becomes the third wide receiver. Uh, to win the Heisman in the first since Desmond Howard when he won it in 1991. Oh, so 30 years. Wow. Now, his speech was just, you you love when guys... Uh, humble. Humble and just trying to be, uh, trying to use their platform to motivate Absolutely. the next generation. We saw it last year with Trevor, or uh, sorry, with um, Joe, Joe Burrow and uh, him just saying, I made it, you can too. Yep. Definitely a similar, listen in, we have uh, definitely a similar message with Devontae Smith here. And just to all the young kids out there that's not the biggest, not the strongest, just keep pushing because I'm not the biggest. I've been doubted a lot just because of my size. And really, it just comes down to you put your mind to it, you can do it. No job is too big. If you put your mind to it, you can do it and just keep believing in God. 
and you'll get where you want to be. You know, that that's, I mean, what a great message. And, and I have to tell you, the humility that it, it, I perceive from him, you know, he sounds choked up when he's giving that speech. Yeah. You know, he, he you can, you could tell how much it means to absolutely. him. Absolutely. He's not up there bragging, you know, he's just, you know, up he, there speaking from the heart. And, uh, I mean, look, when you have a name like the Slim Reaper, that's you know you're sweet. That's, that's such a, great a sick name. name. But when you've got that name, clearly you're not the biggest. You're yeah. not the strongest. But he's a player. He's a baller. Notice he didn't say you're not the fastest. I don't think you ever had. A, <laughs> I don't think you ever had a problem with speed. <laughs> that's but the truth. <laughs> yeah. No, definitely, definitely so humble. I'm pretty sure that one of the first things he said in his speech was. Uh, he he thanked his team and he said, "With yep. team success comes individual success." Absolutely. Yeah, it doesn't get better than that. Now here's a uh, here's something to think about. The last time, well, see if you remember, who was the last Heisman winner that the Giants drafted? Wow, the last Heisman winner the Giants drafted. I you know probably like Mel Hine or something. He wore number twenty seven. Oh, Ron Dane. Ron Dane is the last Giants Heisman draft pick. Do you know what pick they took him with? I do not. Number 11. Wow. Could we we see history repeat itself with the number 11 pick? Devontae Smith to the Giants? Devontae will not be there. No, he will not. He will not be there. But how sick. (laughs) How dope would that be? It's great to That would be the coolest, yeah. That would be amazing. Yeah, Ron Dane. He had a nice career. I don't think he had the career that... That you know they had hoped, was expected, but uh, he was good. He was good. He's before my time. This is why yeah. we have you on as the as the yeah. Historian. But I went all the way back. I went to like you know the forties or something. That's like Mel Hine. Who knows? I That's don't even know what year. We'll take it. <laughs> Not the, the far fetched hope of um, getting Devonte Smith at eleven reminds me a little bit. It wasn't as far fetched, but it reminds me of. Uh, Last year, Isaiah Simmons at six. Mm-hmm. Was it six? No, at four. Wasn't Andrew Thomas the four pick? He may have been. I think, yeah, I think so. That's and Thomas hard. has been a nice pickup for us, I have to say. You know, I mean, a rookie for for the Giants to have two rookies on the left side. I, I did not anticipate that going into the season. But overall, I think they played pretty well. And honestly, you talk about having two rookies on the left side of the line. The offense really came together and molded once Shane Lemieux took over, which yes. was interesting because guard, yeah. because before Will Hernandez came out due to COVID, he had never missed a he had never missed a snap. He had right. never missed a game. He had that streak of snaps played and Shane Lemieux comes in and everything starts to click and it's yeah, it interesting. Did. He came in and, and he never went back. As you said, really never yeah, came Yeah, Hernandez in. got some snaps in there because Judge preaches whoever we bring to the game is going to play. They're going right. to get playing time. But Lemieux really earned and took that spot from Hernandez. And, you know, Judge preaches all the time about we're going to put in the best player for the team. I don't care where you were picked, how you got here. Right. Because I have to face this team and tell them, and they know who the best players are. So if I'm putting in someone who's not the best, they're going to know. They're going to see right through it. So he just practicing what he preaches, putting yeah, in Lemieux and sticking with and I it. I think they respect that. 100%. I think that the locker room definitely responds to that. But let's see if uh, I'm going to throw something at you right now. 
there was one giant who played 100% of the snaps from this past season. One giant, 100% of the snaps. The only one that comes to mind would be Gates. Nick Gates, our center, who we didn't know if it was going to be him or someone else. He, he was in a battle. He had to earn that position. Played 100% of the snaps. Well, look at that. So from I got last, it. You did. Nice. Played 100% of the snaps from last season. I think that that's a wow. great, just something that was a hole in the line coming into the year is definitely plugged this coming into next season. I think that yeah. having a good center shores up those that center guard exchange. Absolutely. So a good important. center is so important, no doubt. I think, I think you know, clearly one of your most important linemen is going to be that left tackle. you got to cover that blind side. But without a good center, that, that captain out of, of whack. Yeah. the offensive line, you know, it's tough. It's tough. And I think uh, he did a nice job in making the – proper calls and you know I, I think again it's, and he never backed down you saw him getting into a little scrap with Aaron oh yeah, Donald he's ready to step in I was a little bit nervous to see if Donald would turn it on and get after Jones but Gates held his own out there yep. he's, he's he's that's that's one thing that you can expect from this giant squad they're not going to turn they're not going to tuck tail and turn around from anybody no and it's nice. It's a young club that's going to grow and develop together. That's what we need. They're going to sprinkle in a few veterans, which they've done, yep. and let those guys help develop these young guys. So. And we said last week, uh, Nate Solder comes back next yep. year. That's going to be interesting. But uh, we'll we'll get back to the national championship game here with college football. Jalen Waddell could return for the championship game. Nick, uh, Nick Saban came out and said that. There was a lot of speculation, but yeah. Saban confirmed it. What what extra element does Waddle bring? Oh. He's so electric. He's dynamic. Um, you know, I, I think Devontae Smith is still going to be Devontae Smith. Mm-hmm. I think, you know, had Waddle not gotten hurt, Devontae's still going to do his thing, you know, throughout the season. I don't, well, um, I don't think he gets Heisman if Waddle's in there. I think that, I think that again, he, he was... But here's the thing. He, he doesn't drop many passes. Right. And... I don't know. Think about that Alabama offense. Mm-hmm. That ball was spread around. It was spread around. So, you know, yeah, Waddle's going to get, you know, quite a few touches, more so than maybe a couple other guys, but maybe they spread it between the two. You're not going to be able to cover, you know, double cover. No two. doubt. I don't – I. he still, he still would have been great. <laughs> still would have – still – I just – don't know if he would have got the Heisman. I don't know I don't if he would. I don't know if he would have had the same targets. Yeah, and maybe not. But I will say, if Waddle he gets in, it. he definitely deserves yes. it. And if Waddle gets in, you know, look out because he, you know, do I think he'll play the whole game? No, I, you know, he's not going to have the stamina. Yeah, you know, he has not suited up. But the plays that he's in, you know, look out because I do think he can be a factor, and I do think it's something. And and look, I'm not going to take anything away from Ohio State. You know, the Buckeyes are a real good team. They're in the championship game for a reason. But this is something that the Buckeye defense is now going to have to figure out. If, in fact, Waddle comes back, you know, it's a big element that, that will change from last week. And not only on the field, but in the locker room, too. We, we heard watching the game that uh, Devontae Smith would come off the field and Waddle would coach him up on what he did yeah. wrong just from the sideline, just being in – uh, jersey and t and shorts right on the sideline he's with watching crutches. <laughs> with crutches he's 
he's on the sideline. Smith comes off and he's coaching him up. No doubt. There, there's got to be something in the locker room, some yeah. kind of buzz no right doubt. now. They, I'm sure they're feeling good. They're yeah. feeling good. They're excited. Hey, who, who wouldn't be excited to play in that game, right? Definitely. It's gonna be it's gonna be a good one to watch. For sure. Well, thank you guys so much for listening. Be sure to follow us on Instagram at nycsports underscore podcast and follow us on Spotify so you don't miss an episode. Remember, if you don't play with a puck, keep playing with your balls. Stay safe, everybody.